Hello, friends. Today we're talking about Movado Group, uh, ticker symbol MOV. They will be reporting this week on November 30th, and analysts are taking uh, looking at a possible target price in the next 12 months of almost um, 30 of 36 dollars and 50 cents. That is almost a 27 percent upside. Um, in uh, the past month, they have gone up a 1.77 percent. A year to day, they're 11. Uh, 0.8 percent. Uh, they were trading somewhere around the 34 dollar, um, 34, 35 dollar, which is what the analysts are thinking. In the last five years, uh, it's been going up and down. Uh, they went, they went down during um, just before the pandemic, and they stayed um, somewhere around the 10, and then started to um, grow. They are 25 percent down. Uh, dividend, uh, they paid a small dividend of $1.40, but for uh, dividend investors, that is almost a 5% dividend. Um, and the question is, is this a company that we should be looking at adding to our portfolio? Just a disclosure, I do have it in my portfolio. I do have a full position on, on it. I bought it at $26, uh, $27. Um I may add more if it drops. Um, so once again, this is, um, like I said all the time, I am not a financial advisor. I'm just a YouTuber. Um, this is for educational purposes. I just like to share my thoughts on a um, on a stock. And I like uh, you guys, my community, to let me know what you guys think and where I'm getting it wrong and what are things that I can um, uh, due to maybe uh, improve on some of this uh, analysis that I'm doing. And so I really appreciate your feedback. Uh, please leave a comment down below. If you like what I'm doing, please press a uh, the like button. It helps the algorithm. And better it will be if you are able to uh, subscribe so that you are notified uh, whenever uh, one of these videos come out. Uh, Movado Group. What is Movado, Movado Group? Uh, they uh, concentrate on making watches. They have the Movado uh, brand, but they also own uh, the Concord, the Olivia Burton, uh, the Evel, and the MVMT um, brands. And they partner with uh, Coach, uh, Hugo Boss, uh, Lacoste, uh, Tommy Hill, uh, Hill figure and Calvin Klein and they're the ones that actually make the the watches for those companies so uh, this is a company that I believe the reason why it has been going down um, uh, it went up during the pandemic because uh, there was a, a, a thought that maybe people will want to um, spend money after um, uh, just being home and not having, no doing too much, so they splurge a little bit on themselves, and um, so that's I think part of the reason why it's going down is because people are thinking we're going to go into a recession. Well, my my, my into a recession. My thinking is that 
those normally during recessions, those that have money stay with money and those that don't have money uh, lose money. So, and that's the sad reality of um, what the data shows. So I, I believe that the people, the upper um, the upper class will continue and upper middle class will continue to spend money. Uh, so I think that they will be okay during um, a uh, recession. And actually, uh, in their investor presentation, they talk about that how during the pandemic, they're very res- uh, they're very resilient uh, company during um, um, di- different situations that they have gone through the financial crisis of the two thousand and nine. Uh, 2010, um, the introduction of the Apple Watch. A lot of people thought, well, they're not going to continue. Everybody's going to move to the Apple Watch. And then, of course, the pandemic. And they are resilient. They bounce back pretty quick. So they have a good management when it comes to that. Um, They, most of their revenue, 34, um, I mean, their revenue, uh, 50% of their revenue come from licensed brands which is um, Hugo Boss, Lacoste, and all uh, Calvin Klein. Um, 34% of their income come from uh, own brands, which is the ones that we mentioned over here. And 15% comes from their companies, uh, their their stores. They have um, stores all around uh, different places. Uh, Most of their... um, Presence, as you can see here, they have a 46% in the United States, 34% in Europe, 4% in Asia, um, 8% of Middle East, and uh, 7% in the American. Another reason why the stock, uh, I believe, is uh, it's a little down, it has to do with um, some, uh, some reports of the possibility of China being on financial travel and China, the Chinese um, upper class tend to spend a lot of money on on luxury a- items and also um, the um, the sanctions that it has plagued uh, uh, against Russia because of the uh, whole um, Ukraine war. Uh, so that is also part of what um, what analysts think that. Um, there might be having a little bit of issue coming up on why it has gone down a little bit. Uh, when it comes to earnings, we have um, the last time they beat earnings. Uh, they did miss uh, revenue for about $5 million. And um, like I said, they're going to be reporting on um, on November 30th. Uh, they are looking to... The EPS estimate is almost double of what it was last quarter, and they don't have any revisions up or down. Um, so that's uh, some of the information. Let's go uh, to the uh, financials, the historical financial of the ten, last 10 years. This company has grown revenue as close to 3.6% in the past year, past 10 years. And in the past five years, um, about 1.7%. So pretty steady, but um, um, there's only a, a dip, as you can see here in 2020. 
uh, very consistent. When it comes to earnings, 2020 was a hard time for them. However, as you can see, they have been um, they have been going up a little bit. Um, I wouldn't put too much stock on this. This this is a little bit of the problem with this company trying to evaluate is. Um, is this a company that it's going to stay more in the $3 to $4 in, uh, earnings uh, per share, or are they going to go back to the medium of 2%? Um, their profit margins are somewhere around 9% in the last five years, which is pretty nice. Uh, when it comes to free cash flow, this is part of the reason why I like them, is because they have been growing their free cash flow uh, somewhere around uh, 9% in the last 10 years. I do believe that they're going to stay somewhere around the 3% once they get some uh, things under control. And the average free cash flow in the past five years is of 11%, which I like. Uh, book value, uh, they're staying consistent. In the last 10 years, they only have grown about 2%. Um, they... Return on equity is uh, above 10% at 13%. Um, return of asset at 8.9%. And return of invested capital at 11.3%. So pretty nice. Dividend lately has been growing up. Um, this is good for you guys, dividend investors. For me, I would be a little bit worried that they might cut some of that dividend. And then it will create a panic on the dividend investors. So... Um, if they maintain it, that's pretty nice. If not, uh, like I said before in other videos, I I prefer that they uh, continue to buy shares and they keep their their um, debt low. And this is something that I like about them is that they have had periods of no debt or um, the debt is easily payable. The long-term debt is easily payable within a year uh, if they use the average free cash flow of the past five years. So I love that. Um, low debt, that's good. Um, when it comes to uh, outs uh, outstanding shares, they have been buying back uh, aggressively. Uh, well, not aggressively, but a nice 1% uh, in the last 10 years, close to 1% in the last five years. Uh, analysts are thinking that this company uh, will grow about a 15% uh, in the next five years, annualized. So that's pretty nice. Um, I will be using, some. I think it's somewhere around four. When we look at the historical multiple valuations, uh, we're looking at fair value somewhere between $30 and $35, which will tell you that uh, probably we are um, we are fair, fair right now uh, or close to fair. Um, when we look at the payback time, um, and we were if we were just to grow it at one percent uh, and collect the 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 free cash flow for the next fifteen years, um, the fair value is somewhere between fifty one to sixty two. Um, when it comes to the discounted earnings valuation, if we grow the earnings at 3% a year and then discounted uh, multiplied by 10 by 11 PE and uh, discounted back it will be somewhere between um, 11.5 to $20 uh, using the 
of um, earnings, owner's earnings valuation, we're looking at a uh, fair value of somewhere around $35 to $48. Um, when we put everything together, all the numbers together, we're looking at a fair value somewhere between $30 and 20 I mean, and $39. So that will, uh, if we were to take a 30% um, margin of safety from from the highest number, higher assumption, that will be at 27%, $27 from the lower assumption at 30 that will be at $21, so an average of $25. And if you can see in the last five, in the the last year, uh, the lowest it got, it was $24, and the higher that it goes, it was 36%, so at $36. So it has been between those times. I am buying it. Um, um, I, I, I like the company. I'm probably looking at a turnaround um, once it hits somewhere around $36, $37, I will be uh, actually maybe even $30. I will be looking at reevaluating and seeing if it is time to sell or not. So those are my thoughts. If you have any questions, um, let me know in the comments. If you have any um, things that you disagree with me, please put them in the comment. Um, and I hope that you have a nice one. Bye.